Save the Semantics, episode 180. It is June 20th, 2022. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, 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 uh. It's been a good week. It's been a good past week. Um, I feel like I... I don't know. I felt I felt pretty good this past week. Today is kind of is kind of so-so for me. I feel pretty I feel good or I feel decent right now. Um but I don't know. Today I was just kind of off. Like some days I I just I just really don't <laughs> I, I I'm like just trying to get through it. Um it's Monday, it's it's Juneteenth, um, new national holiday as of last year, um, when the last slaves were released in America following the, the Civil War and the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, so, pretty much a holiday... I have work off, which is, which is nice, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, I just, um, I just, I just wasn't feeling particularly great today, it was kind of a struggle to kind of get through things, like, I, I was just, I was not enjoying, I had some, uh, errands to take care of, and I just was not enjoying I mean, you know, I don't have to enjoy everything that I do, but I, I was just struggling to just get through it. Like, I was really disliking every moment <laughs> of doing the the tasks that I, I needed to get done. Um, and it was just kind of annoying. Like, really, it's 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 just, like, it's it's one or two small things that just, like, trigger me to feel like shit for the rest of the day. And it it sucks. Like it's really, it's it's generally pretty minute. I don't know. Like it's it could be something, my my concerns about future events or you know certain insecurities that I have. Maybe I fucking you know I felt like I didn't look right. You know, looking myself in the mirror. Like certain things like that just like trigger something. I don't know what exactly, and just make me feel bad for for the rest of the day. Um, I mean that might not be the only thing, but it, it it certainly kind of like pushes me into kind of feeling shitty <laughs> throughout the day. So uh, it sucks. It's just you just kind of have to you just kind of have to get through it. Um, and I and I I also want to note that it's not like a it's not like a crippling thing. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that completely uh, you know stops me from from doing anything it's just that it makes things a lot harder in comparison to as it is normally uh so i just kind of uh just gonna have to work just work through that you know what i mean like whenever i have like a uh just negative moment whatever whatever that might that might be that just kind of pops up in my head i just have to sort of you know ride that wave the in the best way that i can um like really ignoring it does does nothing unfortunately just just learning from experience of handling you know whatever i don't even i don't even want to consider it to be like 
uh, you know, anxiety per se, but just like negative thoughts. Like it, it's, you can't, um, or I, I, I can't really ignore those because it just sort of induces them to <laughs> kind of come up later, even, even stronger. So I think it's just, um, the best way to deal with it, um, would be to handle, tackle it like head on, right? You know, whether I just kind of sit with it and then, and, and just kind of let the moment pass. I mean, which, you know, I don't always have the opportunity to do that if I'm like working or whatever. So I just sort of have to, um, you know, I just have to work with it the best way that I can and not force myself to be, you know, kind of push it, push it away to the side. I think not to get super into, you know, not to, not, I don't want to make this into a whole like therapy session thing, but I've, I, I, I noticed that when I was younger, I, I tended and younger, meaning like when I was like in high school and stuff, I tended not to like, um, I very much, uh, what is the word? I very much like repressed a lot of like anger and frustration and stuff. Like I, I didn't really like, um, I very much handled it in kind of a like stone-faced manner where I didn't really express those feelings a whole lot. Like I very much I had those feelings of like frustration um a lot of the time. It's just that I I didn't really let it come to the surface in that sense. Um and so now I'm kind of I'm sort of learning the best way to handle those those things, you know. It's like it's not um, cause you you don't really, I don't know when you're, when you're younger, you're, you're not really taught to be super reflective in that sense. Like y- you, I, I, we had like exercises and stuff like that, like reflecting in, you know, day to day things like through like writing and like journaling and, and stuff like that. But in terms of just sort of you know, dealing with whatever issues that you might be dealing with, like mental issues during like, you know, your regular day-to-day, I don't know, on a day-to-day basis, it's a little, it's a little different. Like, I think it's not as like, I mean, it's hard to teach those kinds of things, you know what I mean? Because everyone, everyone uh, functions differently. So, um, but it's just, it's just something that I've kind of had to learn over the, you know, over the years in terms of how to handle uh difficult situations and how i react to them um so that's always that's always a work in progress um so yeah today today in particular wasn't um wasn't great but i'm doing i'm doing all right now i'm I'm kind of just taking the time to to do this and, and just kind of talk about just you know whatever whatever that i want to talk about the warriors won their championship this past Thursday, um, which I'm very happy about. Uh, I, w- I rewatched the highlights of the game the like a couple couple days after. I, I really wanted to just kind of take it in, and I still haven't really watched all of like the championship footage of you know them winning and like the trophy and Curry getting like the the his MVP Finals MVP. Um, I think I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna slowly kind of just take that all in because it's, 
it's a uh, it's special man like I've you know we are very much spoiled like as a franchise and as a fan base I mean we're incredibly blessed to have these players and to have these like championships um and just this incredible one of the greatest like basketball teams of of all time really um just like on on display like it's just incredible shit man so I'm very I'm very happy about just all of it I just the entire experience from from the the moment that I I started really getting into uh you know basketball really um back when they were just a dog shit team (laughs) one of the worst teams in the league and to where they are now is uh it's uh it's incredible stuff man so I'm, i'm very happy with how things have progressed i'm really happy that curry got his finally got his finals mvp um it seemed like he was really uh he was really happy about that and um emotional about it so i think i'm I'm gonna check out his, uh, you know, his his acceptance and everything like that. Uh, maybe, maybe later. I think it's it's uh it's nice to just kind of soak, soak everything in, um, and kind of, not, you know, not let the moment pass because it is very special. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what a great, what a great season. You know what I mean? Like, what an incredible season it's been. Um, just like the the run from the beginning of the year where they were like the best team in the league um and they had their like shortcomings like you know curry getting injured and draymond getting injured and and clay's return like it's just like this storybook like season for 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 this team um and it's just everything was just kind of written (laughs) for that for this to happen you know what i mean um and i'm i'm very i'm very happy about that i think it's awesome i think and then, and then on top of that and i talked about this before but we all we just have a bright future ahead of us you know what i mean i think next year maybe the i think the next couple of years are probably the last you know last that we'll see of you know the curry clay and draymond kind of core i think of of you know the run that they could make but i mean I on I I'm I would be perfectly happy with this being their final championship. I mean I I like what a fucking like you know I mean every other franchise except the like the Celtics and the Lakers and like I don't know I guess the Bulls maybe like are probably you know fucking they're they're cramming for you know their second or their their first championship so i i'm like <laughs> i don't want to sound too fucking i don't know there's i've we we have a lot to to be you know happy about so i'm not i don't i don't like to rub that shit in on on people but i think i think it is really special what <clears throat> what we're seeing with with this team and just in in the history of sports in general i think it's it's awesome stuff so um really happy uh really happy about that uh in other news um this coming wednesday the nintendo nintendo is having a direct for xenoblade 3 which i will not be watching (laughs) or i will try not to watch 
um, just because I think, I don't know, I, I want to go into this game knowing as as little as I can, just having an understanding of the world and everything like that. I don't really, I don't want to know how things got to where it is. And I think what I'm guessing is that they're probably going to show more gameplay footage, which which is fine, but I also want to kind of experience those things by myself. I kind of want to learn the battle system. I want to kind of struggle with it um, and just uh, get to a point. I don't know. I, I just I just want to be in, you know, just keep keep it blank as, as I possibly can before diving into this game. Um, I think for the first Xenoblade game, it's kind of funny, like, I I watched, what really got me into that, there was a review of the game, um, by this YouTuber, and they don't, they go by something else now, they go, uh, they were, they used to be called Warrior Lasky Games, and I think right now they're called Resident Arc, they changed their names uh, a couple times, I think, um, and they, they made a review back in, like, 20. 11 or no it was like 2010 2011 or something like that and it was it was an excellent it was it was a great review because like they didn't one they didn't spoil anything like two they talked about just like the concept of like the you know they gave a brief overview of the concept of the world and everything like that um they talked about you know just like the the combat and and the the you know the characters a little bit the and and the music and, and and the music is what really was like what drew my attention i think just like hearing the gar planes theme and everything like that was like enough for me to be like i have to play this fucking game dude and just seeing kind of the the scope of the world and it, it was just so fascinating to me like i i, I have tried <laughs> and i think a lot of fans can agree it's just i have tried to find like you know a game that's kind of to a similar degree and it's just been really hard to do that um and i think i don't know i i, I think maybe too i'm i'm placing too i'm like projecting too much of what i want from a game like you know the xenoblade games in general to another game and i think that's not fair to that other franchise or game i think it's just like i have to kind of experience that that series on it's like standalone without um comparing it but it, it's hard <laughs> it, it's really hard because they it, they've just they've just set the standard and they've just set like the bar very high in terms of just the storytelling and just the exploration and everything like that um and the music, I think that was just kind of what was really the, uh, you know, the key for me to really try to search the game and everything like that. And, um, the, and, and here's the thing, I, I, I didn't get like any, I didn't really get a ton of information from this review that I watched, that I initially watched, and also, like, the, I don't know, just, just researching the game, I didn't get, like, a ton, so I, 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 you know, I, I knew what I was getting into when I was, when I played the game and everything like that, but 
I was still left in the dark for the most part regarding like the plot and and everything like that. So, uh, I kind of want to have that for the third game as well. The second game, I also did not consume a ton of information beforehand before delving into it. Like I, I didn't even I didn't think it was like a sequel or anything like that. Um, or like you know like the, the what people said was that it's not really a necessarily like a direct sequel it's sort of like a spiritual successor in that sense you know what i mean so i also kind of went into the second game without really any knowledge of really anything so i think that i i i want to just be left in the dark about a lot of the elements including the combat as well i'm okay i'm okay learning the combat on the fly like the first, the second game like it took me pretty much until like <laughs> i don't know like 60 70 hours into the game to like really understand and appreciate the combat like to like you know pull off like the blade combos and and like uh you know the setting up the orb with like the chain attack and all that shit like i didn't really <laughs> understand any of that until the end of the game and then when i was like pulling it off it was incredibly satisfying so um i'm hope you know i i kind of want that sort of similar experience with the game gameplay and, and 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 um you know story and everything so uh holding off on the the direct that's going to be on the 22nd which is on Wednesday. I'm gonna... Um, I'm really happy, though, just how much exposure the game and the series itself is getting. Like, I've been watching... Um, I've just been kind of checking out streams of people playing the first and second game for the first time, and it's... Um, it's cool seeing... And uh, it's cool seeing, like, people's kind of, like both like they're theorizing like what you know their their ideas of what to expect like in the story their thoughts on the game their thoughts on like the the concepts that they um present in the game it's it's all really it's all really interesting i think it creates like a really interesting like dialogue um excuse me just hearing just people's you know different thoughts about um you know about the game and just like the uh, just everything that kind of happens, like, I think it's really, uh, I think it's really interesting, because there's a lot of, like, there, you know, when I play through these games, like, of course, I have my own perceptions and my own ideas of, like, where the stories might go, and kind of, like, what my thoughts are on certain characters, motivations, like, for, 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 for example, like, I, when I beat the second game, I, I actually wasn't, like, the biggest fan of how they wrapped things up, but just, like, watching other streamers, like, and how they kind of, like, um, just kind of when they gave, you know, when they give their, like, thoughts at, after the game finishes, like, it gives me, a, like, a, like, a, you know, more of, like, appreciation for, for the ending itself, and, I've thought about, I think, you know, I've thought about just playing through the second game again, honestly, like, uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a, uh, my, 
I had a drifting issue with my Joy-Con again, and I was able to fix that recently, but unfortunately in the process, like, I broke, like, the ZL trigger button, so that's kind of fucked, so I'm, like, I'm hoping that, <laughs> that, that, I don't really generally use that button a whole lot, but, I, so I'm hoping that, like, like, the third game doesn't require me to use that button for anything, because if the, if it does, that's, that's gonna be a problem, and then also my right bumper is kind of shit, too, like, I kind of fucked that up when trying to fix the, uh, the drift for my right controller my right joy con so both of my joy cons are kind of fucked right now so i might if i have to i might need to get two new controllers which kind of sucks because joy cons are fucking expensive and they're also cheap too like they're cheaply made i feel like they're just so easily breakable um so it's incredibly frustrating um so if it comes down to it i'm probably gonna have to buy two new controllers just to be able to play the game you know and everything like that like it's it's it it, it's pretty janky right now it doesn't look super good like i kind of fucked up for the one that i fixed as well um i fucked up the uh the head of the screw the uh drive of it it's so small so it's like really easy to like scratch it and to fracture it so where like you can't like screw or unscrew it anymore um so unfortunately if i do need it like it's like the zl button is broken so like it's it's and the only way to kind of fix that is that to get like a cable valve a new cable valve to to connect it because it's basically just i i kind of i ripped the the cable valve that was connecting the the um like the rest of the internals to the the button itself <laughs> so uh that's i i don't know how to fix that and then again on top of that on top of that one of the screws is yeah is screwed <laughs> literally so i'm gonna have a hard time trying to you know, disassemble it and then fix everything again. So I think, and I, I just, I just, I just hate fixing shit like that. It's just so frustrating for me. Um, like even when things somehow go right, like there's always like a little fucking thing that goes, goes wrong and it just kind of screws up the entire fixing process. So I have, uh, I have a newfound uh, appreciation and respect for electricians just to, you know, fiddle and, and fix and troubleshoot all those, like, electric wires and all those, like, you know, connecting, like, certain fucking, like, cables and, and dealing with all that just because, like, just because, like, one little wire breaking apart or going missing can just, like, screw up everything else, so... um I just I hate dealing with that stuff. So I I I I want to have <laughs> I I want to kind of be able to have this uh I guess have like a, a little skill when it comes to like fixing around with like trinkets and stuff, but I I've always been just terrible at that sort of thing. Like whether it came to like 
I don't know, construction or anything really mechanical, I'm always just dog shit at, at that sort of thing. Like I just, I just, I, I, I lack the patience and, and the discipline to like work through those things. Like I, I just want to fucking fix the thing. Like I was like, I was just getting really, uh, frustrated when, when fixing the, the Joy-Con, um, I just, like, I, I, that's just something that I, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever improve when it comes to, you know, fixing certain things, but I, I, I just wish I, that I had a little more patience. It's just I, something that I just need to practice, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, most likely if I want to have a smooth gaming ex- experience, I feel like I might need to get some new controllers, unfortunately, really unfortunate, but Ah, that's just that's just the way it is until and I don't think Nintendo's going to fix this issue anytime soon. I think uh it's just I, I just don't see it happening. Like it's been what 5 years since the Switch has been out and nothing's happened in terms of like every every solution that's come up has been from the gaming community itself and the consumers of the the Switch and and the games. Like, there's been nothing from Nintendo themselves that's been like, hey, this is how you should fix your Switch, instead of them actually providing the solution and, you know, uh, doing that, like, they, they kind of, like, it's it's really just kind of shoddy and shitty, you know, corporate behavior, in, in my opinion, so, I, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't see any real solutions coming up soon, um, Anyways, uh, going back, going back to, I was saying two, I was gonna, I'm, I was thinking of replaying two maybe, just cause, uh, I kinda wanted to experience it again before the second game, we'll see if that happens, um, I will not be watching the direct, um, I do, ah man, is, I, I am really curious about what they're gonna talk about, but I also don't want to be spoiled on certain things. Like, I think going into these things, like, the expectation is that you're going to get spoiled on certain things. And I, again, I just want to go into it having just a just a blank slate. Because that's sort of what I've done for every Xenoblade game. So, yeah, that's kind of... Um, uh, I am I'm looking forward for that for other people, I think other people that are uh, looking forward to the direct, um, that's exciting stuff, man, so, hopefully they have, uh, something to show for, uh, I've been watching some Let's Play, or I guess playthroughs of Xenogears, um, and that's been fascinating, that's been really interesting, like, that's really kind of like that's really made me want to delve into more of like the Xeno the other Xeno games and like you know the other other stuff that Takahashi has put out because man what a fucking game dude like it just it's it's incredible like the the storytelling and just like the the scope of the world I feel like is even larger than Xenoblade itself, and Xenoblade's, like, world is pretty, like, the scale of it is pretty massive, I would say, um, but, yeah, it's just, like, the, it's, 
it's crazy just the amount of lore and everything that just went into the game and i still don't understand what the fuck happened most of the time um like i have an i have a like the general idea of the story and the themes and the elements like that makes sense but I'm still missing quite a lot in terms of just, like, the context and everything like that. Just because, you know, I'm not actually playing the game. I'm watching someone else play it. So it's a bit of a different experience. Um, but, yeah, it's it's made me want to delve into the other, you know, like, the Saga games. And just kind of their relation to the, you know, Xenoblade games. Because I, I, I noticed that in in Gears, a lot of the themes are very similar to the, to the ones that are presented in both one and two i think like obviously there's like you know there's uh, like themes relating to like uh you know biblical allusions and uh uh things about like history and uh the collapse of humanity and and everything like that that's like the type of thing that uh, fascinates me, um, there's, like, a. this, it reminds me of a, of a book, um, that I read a little while back called Canticle for a, for, for Leibowitz, and it sort of has, like, a similar idea where it talks about, um, and I, th- I, I talked about this a while back, but it's about, uh essentially like history repeating itself where it's just sort of this like endless cycle of uh you know creation and destruction and those kinds of ideas are very interesting to me so and that's kind of one of my one of those books that i I want to revisit um that's one of my favorite books that i read in the past you know few years it's been a little while since i read it i read it for this sci-fi class that I took and I think you know I talked about this a long time ago but um that book also addresses a lot of these ideas of just kind of religion and and just kind of stories and how those stories can be interpreted interpreted differently through different people um in Xenoblade 2 um a lot of the lore and a lot of the stories are told through um through like anecdotes and through like you know through like oral history um there's a character named cole he uh he is uh he used to be a blade essentially or he he is a blade he's a it's kind of complicated but essentially he has lived for a very long time so he the way he tells you know stories from the past are based in theater um and it kind of it gives a very different interpretation of what happened in the in in real in you know in real time uh we have we have the as as players we have the opportunity to experience that story ourselves in um the dlc torna and the way that it's told is very different from the way it's actually like uh experienced so i I don't know like there's just there's just so many interesting things that are happening in these games that i feel like 
I don't know. Maybe the Final Fantasy games kind of kind of do this as well. I haven't really played any of the recent ones or any of like the modern ones. The last one I played was Oh man, was it 9? I'm trying to think. I think I I think I beat 9. That was my first Final Fantasy game that I beat. Um So I might be 6. I I I think I've only beaten 6 and 9 to be completely honest. So I don't and I I you know, I I do want to play I do want to play 7. I have I have the opportunity to do that um since they have it on the Switch. So maybe that's something that I will um get to as well. Um but yeah, I think just like like for relating this all back to Xeno Gears like this game was when was it released um i think it was 97 when this was released on the ps1 like just the level of storytelling and just the detail and characters and just this this concept of generation passing down and just kind of like how how you know the 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 younger generations they have similar characteristics to the older generation and they sort of kept a lot of their characteristics and you know a lot of their their culture and everything like that but are still very different because they're based in a different time in history it's just oh it's so good dude i want to play it myself but it's just so daunting you know what i mean 1998 it was purchased it was it was published in 1998 um so i feel like for that time that's incredibly ambitious um but i also haven't played seven or final fantasy final fantasy seven so that's something you know that these were both developed by square um so it'll be interesting because I, I and i know that takahashi used to was working on seven and this Xenogears kind of became his own like separate project so it'll be interesting to kind of see uh the similarities and i think that i feel like seven is a lot less daunting uh to play through than Xenogears. Xenogears looks like a fucking lot like as incredible as the story maybe and and everything like that i it seems also seems like quite a lot um because like i think like the the main story is like fucking 60 70 hours that's a lot man that's not even including like side content um so i that's like it's not you know in, in comparison to like you know other jrpgs like maybe that's like you know kind of whatever it's kind of there but that's still like that's like one of like the long that's one of like on the longer side of of jrpgs so i don't know man and i don't know if how much if i'm if i'm gonna be playing three you know like it's it's uh i don't know how much time i'm I'm willing to kind of like commit to that so yeah i don't know it's it was it was cool kind of watching through and experiencing that story you know i and maybe it is a game that i will play um i just don't like let's actually just look it up right now let's see where we can buy this game because i know it's like pretty scarce 
So, <laughs> the first result that I got, uh, Xenogears, it is $157 used on eBay, which is pretty fucking crazy, but it's kind of expected, I think, just because of how rare it is. $100 on some other website, um, $200 at Walmart. $10,000 on eBay. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? That's crazy. Who's who? I, I, did people like put bids on this? This is crazy, man. Let's let's take a look at this. I I, I there was a <laughs> I think I think it was Tekken. There was like a meme on Twitter I saw that te- like that um I think it's Konami or is it Capcom? They they released the game on the PlayStation uh, store and it was like for ten thousand dollars. Like they accidentally um, priced it <laughs> for ten thousand dollars. PlayStation One, PS One, black label, factory sealed. Okay, I see. But for ten k though, Jesus Christ, man. That's fucking crazy. I wonder if this is... Um, okay, so they didn't put this on for auction. It's just a straight purchase. That's ridiculous, though, man. 10k, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. That's ridiculous, man. Um, that's some, like, scalping bullshit that... We don't like to see. Anyways, um, goddamn, I've been talking a long time for about Xenoblade shit. <laughs> um, this is probably what it's gonna be up until the the release of the game, and and I'm gonna be you know probably talking about it when when I play through it. So I'm really excited. Um, watching these like just reading up on like the the lore and watching these like playthroughs and stuff has only made me more excited because I, I I just I love. I love the ideas and the like the lore and just the storytelling of these games. It's just not there's just nothing like it that I've really experienced especially in like the video game form. Um it's uh it's it's awesome stuff, man. So uh looking forward to all of that um and and you know hopefully hopefully more on on the on the horizon. So yeah. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. This has been Save the Semantics, signing off.